بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about why I encourage each and every one of you to draw out your own family tree Now I know a lot of you are going to be wondering what 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 has this got to do with with anything well firstly I mean uh, the channel that I'm going to be doing now the YQ gem series it's not necessarily going to be just uh, Islamic stuff and advanced fiqh or aqidah issues it'll just be miscellaneous heart to heart whatever I want to do uh, secondly I actually think this is a part of our tradition and religion uh, there are athar of the sahaba uh, that uh, they encouraged us to know their their lineage our lineages uh, our prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam would take advantage of the knowledge of Abu Bakr as-Siddiq when it came to da'wah, when it came to knowing the past of uh, the Quraysh and the tribes, and he would walk with him when he would go for uh, giving da'wah amongst the groups of Mina, because Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu he knew each and every tribe and their lineage, and he was uh, he was called the uh, Ansaba, the Nasab of the Arab, that he knows uh, the Nasab or the lineage better than anybody else. However, today's talk is not going to be Islamic per se, uh, even though there are elements of Islam in it. So I want to tell you a little bit about uh, my own uh, history in this regard that uh, um, I had zero interest growing up uh, about my extended family. Typically, as most children, when they go visit their extended cousins and whatnot, I would be not even wanting to go, just, you know, crying and whatnot. I have no, I don't know, the, I'm never going to meet them again in my life. And some of them I haven't met, you know, that is the reality. Uh, but subhanAllah, as you grow older and, you know, you begin to realize that, hey, these are people that were related to us by blood. Once upon a time, you know, our ancestors were the same. And my own journey began rather interestingly enough when I was a student in Medina. So the years that I was there, obviously when you're in Medina, people come to you for Hajj, for Umrah. And, you know, extended family hears that uh, you're, you're in Medina. And uh, I had an apartment in Medina. And uh, obviously because, you know, this is in the 90s, uh, you could come without booking a hotel and whatnot. So I would get people that are very distant relatives or, you know, friends of friends or whatnot. They would come and stay. Alhamdulillah, that's uh, part of anyway, what Allah blessed uh, uh, with. So one time uh, when I was uh, not even married at that time, uh, I had a, a, an extended family member come. And I didn't have much in common with uh, this this family member, you know. I mean, uh, she was an auntie, senior to me with her family coming. And, you know, my related to my father. And so the conversation began, okay, how are we related again and, you know, what not. And obviously she's not from the same branch that uh, I was from. So I began asking about her grandfather, which is where our family line met. And I began to wonder, I have no idea, you know, about my own ancestor, my own great-grandfather. And... Uh, she said something that I really hadn't really known before and that is that uh, she just said that you know uh, her grandfather which would be my great-grandfather uh, you know uh, he, he was a person of knowledge and I didn't know that going to Medina that my own great-grandfather you know had studied uh, and we're gonna get to the story a little bit so this intrigued me and I began asking around and I began talking to various uh, relatives and I started li literally drawing out a family tree and these days there's so much software there's uh, ancestor.com or genie.com you can just do it for free and I began to realize that actually this is very very interesting and one thing led to another and I encourage each and every one of you to take this project on because a lot of things happens first and foremost when you start uh, connecting the dots and when you start calling up people and and getting information and date of death and birth and who, who was related to what you actually yourself start establishing the ties of kinship you will be pleasantly surprised when you call up a distant relative and you say the only reason 
reason I'm calling you is to establish a connection. I am so-and-so, the son of so-and-so, the daughter of so-and-so, whatever it might be, and we're related by this person. I just wanted information. I'm filling out a family tree, and I'll give you access to it as well, because once you put it online, anybody can have access to it. So if you give them the you know the, uh, the code or you have an email address that connects them, they can then log on. So genie.com allows that, that you can add anybody onto the, the, the family tree. So the first reason I encourage all of you to do this is because you yourself will establish the ties of kinship and you will get to know your own cousins, second cousins, third cousins, distant relatives and aunts and that will establish a, a, a brotherhood or a sisterhood that is a part of the Sharia. It is fascinating to me how you might meet a complete stranger. I have met complete, never met them in my lives before but they're my second, third cousins and the very fact that we share a common ancestor automatically there's some type of connection that comes simply because you know two three four generations ago it was the same family and we come from that uh, family also one of the reasons that I encourage you all is again I'm gonna get a little bit personal here but this is the reason I'm getting personal is so that it inshallah benefits uh, uh, all of us not necessarily it's a personal lecture about me uh, that one of the things that uh, really I was overwhelmed by was I didn't know my own family history and it humbled me it truly humbled me to know my origins and I've said this uh, in passing uh, a number of times but I think this might be the first time I'm actually saying it so explicitly uh, and it is nothing at all that I am ashamed of I'm very thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I actually did not know uh, that uh, my great great grandfather was a Hindu and that uh, I thought that we were generations and generations Muslims I did not know and this is straight from my father's line my father's 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 father so literally four generations ago uh, was a Brahman Hindu and uh, you know this person converted to Islam and uh, then uh, what I found out and this again very much humbled me uh, was that he sent one of his sons that's my great-grandfather that's my family line he sent one of his sons to go study Islam and to become uh, a, 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 a Alim Fazl, like a Molvi, you know, for that time frame. And that person, my great-grandfather, then founded a madrasa and was a teacher of uh, the Quran and of Islamic sciences, you know, in uh, in India. And I did not know this growing up. Now, you can say, how could you not know your own great-grandfather? Well, because we found out, again, you do all the research and whatnot, that in fact, my great-grandfather passed away as a relatively young man and even my own grandfather did not know much about uh, my great-grandfather because my great-grandfather passed away in the plague of 1918 the Spanish influenza you know the, the 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 plague that just happened before this one the big global plague so he was one of the the casualties of that uh, plague of 1918 and he was a relatively young man and all of his uh, children were young and so even his children that's my grandfather's generation did not know much about their own father growing up so they didn't really pass down too many uh, stories uh, to their children and so by the time I come along you know I didn't even know that my own immediate great-grandfather was an actual you know scholar and that his father was actually a Hindu convert and when I discovered this I really wanted to go and visit the side of my family that was the uh, so uh, the, the the person who converted had two sons and so I'm from one side I wanted to go visit the other side 
and I said to myself, I want to go see that family. And this was in 2006, and the idea came to me. Uh, 2007, Dr. Zakir Naik invited me to come to India uh, to speak at the Peace Conference. And I said to myself, I, I, I'm going to add a few days and I'm going to track down the other side of my uh, family. And so I started calling up because, again, we have had no contact since the 18, you know, 60s or something. Right. So this is a branch of my family. It goes back. No exaggeration. A hundred twenty years, hundred and something years since the two brothers were there. So I began calling around who has any contact with anybody there. I found somebody in Pakistan that had some contact with somebody there. So, you know, interesting stories, whatnot. Long story short. Uh, so they're in a small village outside of Lucknow, right? So because my ancestors are from Lucknow, they're in a small village outside of Lucknow. And uh, it was 2007, I got a phone number. And I was so excited, I immediately called up. And subhanAllah, I didn't even realize the times. I was just so excited. I called up the number and I said, I want to speak to, you know, so-and-so, the name of my, my distant relative. And uh, I thought it was their household. And the guy answered on the other line, he goes, who? I said, so-and-so, you know, the full name. And he goes, you know, who is this? Don't you know it's 2 a.m. over here? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm calling from America. He goes, America? America is a call cutter. Like, I then realized, long story short, the entire village, this is 2006 or seven. the entire village only had one cell phone. And I was calling the one household that had the cell phone. And he was irritated, like, you want me to go call somebody else who's your relative? And so when I said, I'm so sorry, I'm calling from America, I'll call later. He was so shocked, like, what, you're calling from America? He, he just, you know, he went to my relative, woke them up, and I had to introduce myself. I'm the grand, great-grandson of so-and-so and whatnot. They were super excited. I said, I'm coming to India, and I'm going to come and meet, uh, and meet you. Subhanallah. So I went to the peace conference. Uh, it was an amazing event. If you see the videos, you know this is 2007, I think it was. And I spoke to an audience, um, the largest audience I've ever spoken to in my life. Um, uh, Dr. Zakir told me it was a quarter of a million people around, you know, so that massive uh, audience over there. Okay, so alhamdulillah, I'm having a great time. I traveled to Lucknow and I, you know, uh, uh, meet this, this, this family. And subhanAllah, the, the humble, now remember, this is going back to my great-great-grandfather, the other side of the family, and I'm from one side of the uh, family. I don't even know where to begin. They were complete, innocent farmers in every sense of the term. They had no clue who Zakir Naik was, who I was as a personality, the peace conference. They had no clue that I'm coming from the, lux the most luxurious, you know, yani, uh, uh, place in, in, uh, in Mumbai and doing this and that and speaking to these massive crowds. And they welcomed me with open arms, with genuine humility. I went to their house. They didn't even have running water and electricity. Their, their bathroom, you can imagine outside, you know how it was. And I'm thinking to my, I was doing a PhD at Yale at that time, right? This is 2007. And it was like a, a, a bizarre moment of my life. Like I could not believe that there I was, you know, a global speaker of Allah had blessed me with whatever Allah had blessed me with and doing my PhD at one of the most, you know, prestigious universities in the world, etc., etc., 10 years of Medina. And my own blood relatives are in a complete different dimension, literally. And they're such loving, sweet, caring people. And I just kept on reminding myself, subhanAllah, yani one brother and one brother and how it went, you know. And this, this 
caused me to be so humble so like you just learn like subhanallah allah's qadr allah's blessings allah's infinite grace on all of us and then the stories that you know i found out about my 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 great great grandfather that he was a brahman hindu and he would uh, uh, help uh, a, a, a mulvi or a, a sheikh, you know, of the vicinity to take care of his gardens. And that sheikh was always kind and always honest in dealings with my great, great, great grandfather and gave him da'wah. And we don't know too many details because, again, the time has gone on. But eventually around 1850, 1860 or so, you know, he converted to, uh, to uh, or maybe before that, we don't know exactly, he converted to uh, Islam. And ever since I heard that, you know, I mean, not that I was, you know, nasty or mean towards non-Muslims before, but then I realized, subhanAllah, somebody was nice to my own great-great-grandfather and that my own great-great-grandfather was a Hindu. And uh, a Pir Saab, they called him, some Pir Saab, I know his name, some Pir Saab hired him to take care of his gardens in Lucknow. And so my great-great-grandfather would do that. And in that interaction, what I was told, the akhlaq and the kindness and the just the honesty of dealing with uh, with with uh, my great grandfather that my own ancestor became overwhelmed like what is this what akhlaq is this what is it coming from and in that climate of india he converted to islam and ever since then i realized the importance of gentleness in that you know you read it but to hear about it in your own in your own circle how it impacted you as well so it just it, it just situates you and then to meet as I said the other side of the family and to see how they're living and then to compare to how I am and just to you know just to contrast and not that not that they're having as subhanallah they in many ways their lives were better than mine just because of their innocence and their purity they literally had a plot of land he went out he showed me the mango groves the rice he does this and that and then this is my relative you know and I just kept on saying subhanallah I am here, they are there, and we are related. We have the same ancestor. And subhanAllah. And then I visited um, the masjid that my great-great-grandfather founded as well. Apparently, he founded a small masjid in Lucknow, and it's still there. And I saw the house that he was in. He used to be in. It's just imagine the, the house, 1860s. He's, uh, you know, it was not the exact same, but the same location. So it's just the, 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 you can do the same with your own family as well. So one of the reasons as well, by the way, so again, I'm going into my, my tangents here, but this is the fa'id of this one-on-one -on -one is I can go into as many tangents as I want, no problem. Uh, one of the things also that uh, I encourage you, one of the reasons why... I encourage you to uh, to uh, study your own lineage and to go back in time is that all of a sudden history becomes so much more pertinent okay now again I have a personal interest in Indian history simply because you know uh, our ethnicity is India and uh, um, I had been reading about interestingly enough completely coincidentally I had been reading at that time 2006 2007 I was reading a really nice book about the mutiny 1857 uh, mutiny now I go to India I visit you know all of these relatives and trying to find my own uh, you know history and whatnot and I discovered one of the most fascinating stories uh, about my own family and the mutiny. So, uh, this does not relate to my father's 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 side. This is my uh, father's father's mother's side. So, this is from that side, okay? So, my great-great-grandmother 
my great great grandmother for the same generation of that that but from the another uh, side from uh, from my uh, father's as I said my father's father's mother's side right I found out a very interesting story and that is that uh, when the British uh, came again uh, those of you who don't know you should know that when the mutiny happened or the first war of independence the British came in and they began massacring Muslims left right and center and they blamed the uprising on the Muslims even though the uprising was a joint effort by Hindus and Muslims and they literally you know uh, pulled people's pants down to see if they're Muslim or not and just kill them on the spot so there was mass panic amongst the Muslim community and they just fled helter-skelter my own great-great-grandmother her parents fled Lucknow and it just so happened that the, the father was away on business apparently my great-great-great-grandfather worked for some Nawab somewhere and uh, uh, my great-great-great-great-grandmother was at home and so when the British came, the Muslims were running for their lives. So the story goes, this is my own ancestors, that the lady of the house, my own ancestor, took the children. She was nine months pregnant and the husband wasn't home. She just jumped on the train and she went to the last stop of the train, uh, which happened to be a little village called Jabalpur, which is where my own father was born because of this mutiny incident. And on the way she gave birth, uh, the train stopped somewhere and she just gave birth all alone, surrounded by complete strangers. Rangers, uh, to you know one of the siblings of my own great-great-grandmother uh, and uh, it took many months for my great-great-great-grandfather to find out what happened and to reunite with that family now just to hear that story all of a sudden the mutiny of 1857 takes on a very very different role it takes on a, a personal because of that I, did, I have done a lot of research about the mutiny and especially the mutiny of Lucknow and I went to the fortress of Lucknow where the massacres took place and it just took on a different life for me because obviously when your own family is linked to it you just feel this sense and I could have imagined the British coming I could have imagined the chaos of my own ancestors so believe it or not doing uh, research in your own family history it actually brings about uh, an interest in global history and global uh, uh, politics as well uh, also one of the things that uh, you benefit from is that uh, you become let's say the the resource of the extended family you reunite family members you know people that don't really talk to one another when you call up a long distant relative they're gonna ask you oh, how is so-and-so doing how is so-and-so doing and so you become a sabab, uh, a, a cause uh, that Allah Azza wa Jal will bless two distant cousins or two people that might even not even have had a fight or anything but they're just not talking because of you they will have this uh, uh, connection so my advice to all of you uh, is to start this family tree every one of you should have at least one person in your family and here's the point these apps that are online you know what you can do is you can assign a person of every family uh, immediate family to take charge of the new births or any death that might take place or any marriage that might take place take charge of their family tree within the span of a year or two I very easily, just part-time, just of my own, you know, passion, shokhi as they say in Urdu, within my own, uh, you know, research, I compiled over 500 family members, subhanAllah. And just bit by bit here and there, once you contact one, they'll tell you about others, and then you connect it together. And you know one of the biggest advantages of having a family tree? You know all those relatives that come and visit and you have no clue who they are, how they're related? All of a sudden, when you do the family tree, you see it, you realize, oh, okay, I see exactly how we're related. I see the connections that... Um, take place and uh, final point as well um, that take advantage of your elders before there's no time to take advantage of them uh, take advantage of their stories take advantage of their life experiences of their wisdom I have benefited immensely you know from my 
20s onwards uh, of speaking with the elders, of listening to their stories, of listening to their struggles. Um, of course, my parents were both born in India, uh, but they migrated to Pakistan. And so hearing uh, from that generation the struggles of that migration, the struggles of coming to a new land and to, to, to be raised in that land, uh, it's just eye-opening to just know uh, the, 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 the personal struggles of your own family. And one of my regrets, actually, uh, was when I was a teenager, I did not avail myself to uh, people who knew much more. By the time I became interested in my family history, I had lost my own immediate uh, grandparents. So I grew up and I, I lived with my grandmother. And she was a wealth of information because she had seen British India. You know, she was born in the rural, you know. And by the way, my grandmother, my father's mother, subhanAllah, another interesting point. She would always tell us, you know, Hamlok Sayyid, we are, you know, Sayyid people. We're children of the Prophet. And, you know, I was like a teenager. Yeah, whatever. Half of Pakistan says they're Sayyid, man. I couldn't believe any of that, you know. But then I realized, subhanAllah, and again, too late, when I did my research, she was right, subhanAllah. We found the shajara, I found the shajara, the, the tree that in fact, you know, when the, the, the Abbasid uh, Caliphate uh, collapsed, uh, certain uh, Abbasid families fled to India. And the, uh, the, those were my, my grandmother's uh, family, basically. And so they're descendants of, uh, of uh, Abdullah bin Abbas, you know, from the, my grandmother's side, we're descendants of Abdullah bin Abbas. And I would dismiss it. And by the way, if you remember, um, there was a documentary that was in about me by PBS, Discovering New Roots um, uh, by Henry Gates and uh, at the end he says you're related to Barbara Walters if you remember that interview right and everybody was laughing oh my god you're related to a Barbara Walters well realize the reason why there is that relation is because you know uh, Barbara Walters is coming from a, a Jewish background and of course the Arabs and the Jews are connected together right from the genealogy and so that is how the relationship comes subhanAllah DNA proved what my grandmother used to say and I dismissed it while she was alive uh, Allah how I wish that I could go back and listen to all of those stories and absorb you know all of those things that um, uh, all of that you know when I was a teenager I didn't care about her stories at all I'll be honest you know just like yeah whatever heard this again who wants to listen to her stories when Star Trek's coming or whatever you know at that time like you want to watch that you're not interested now how I wish I could just shut, I shut off that TV and just absorbed every story from her subhanAllah so my advice to all of you take advantage of your elders when they're still alive and by the way there's all when you do open this door there's a lot of mysteries that remain unsolved I'll just tell you one of my own mysteries very bizarre to me um, as a part of the PBS documentary, so they took, uh, you know, DNA samples, the saliva, whatnot, and they did all of these DNA tests, you know how they do these um, family tests and whatnot, and uh, it's really weird that they discovered that uh, my fifth generation ancestor, one of them, like, you know, when you, when you go fifth generation, I think that's 64, right? So you have two, four, uh, eight, 16, 32, 64, right? So when you get to that level, that there's one person from Europe in my ancestry, okay? One person. And because of that, when I log on to these sites, you know, what is it, 23, whatever it is, right? Because the PBS program did it. Because of that, I discovered that, oh my God, there are like distant cousins of mine that are Scottish, Irish, or whatever, you know, fifth generation. And it's just like so weird. Like I have like Arab DNA, South Asian. Uh, my mother's side of the family is from uh, South India, right? So the down South, the Karnataka region, right? So my father's side is North India. And my father's side is like half Brahman there and half, you know, Sayyid over there. All of this eclectic mix comes up and all of this comes together. It's just eye-opening, fun, interesting. And you just situate yourself. So bottom line, not a lot of quote-unquote hardcore Islamic stuff, but 
I, I strongly suggest from my own life experiences that there's nothing to lose a lot to gain by doing your own family tree. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a, you, you fulfill an Islamic requirement and you bring you know families together and you become somebody that again can benefit all of the segments of your uh, family. So definitely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then for the sake of posterity, it's something to think about. I hope this was of benefit. By the way, tell me about the lighting and the whatnot. I tried to take in some of your suggestions at home uh, for improvement of the home studio. Oh,